Today we are season of Epiphany, Christmas season, the celebration of the self-revelation of God to Jesus Christ comes to an end as we celebrate today the feast of the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christmas is the feast of God's revelation to the Jews. He is the Savior. The Epiphany, celebration of God's self-revelation to the Gentiles, that His salvation does not just belong to the nation of Israel, but for all the nations of the world. And today at His baptism, Christ reveals Himself to as a repentant sins. Jesus' baptism describes today in today's gospel as his identification with God's chosen people who became aware of their sinful lives and need of God's forgiveness. Because we might say, how come that Jesus has to go through the baptism of John when the baptism of John is a baptism of repentance, a baptism for sinners? So why did Jesus, the sinless Son of God, receive the baptism of repentance? What does it mean? For sinners. In verse 45, we can find in our gospel reading how that it says here John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Then all the land of Judea and from Jerusalem went out to him and were all baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. So what this means to us when Jesus came to the baptism of John, the baptism of repentance. Jesus received the baptism of John for in this humble submission we see a foreshadowing of the baptism of his bloody death on the cross. Because the baptism that Jesus Christ receives, he humbly receives the baptism of sinners for him to be identified with us. Sinners. That the sin of the world may be crucified with him on the cross. Because that should be our punishment. So in baptism of, of the remission of sins, in baptism of John, Jesus Christ identifies himself with us, a sinner. So that, so that he may represent us on the cross as sinners. So this is the repentance that Jesus Christ must go through. So Jesus' baptism by John was the, the acceptance of the beginning of his mission as God's suffering servant. 
It begins here at the baptism, the marks of the beginning of his mission, knowing that that mission, the fulfillment of that mission is on the cross. Him dying on the cross. That's why he identified himself. He accepted that. And this is the beginning of him receiving the mission as God's suffering servant. He allowed himself to be numbered among the sinners. So this is what the Lord Jesus Christ receives in his baptism. He identified with us sinners. He was numbered among us who were sinners so that he may represent us. Because that which we could not do, that which we could not pay, that which we could not, by our own might and strength, to have our salvation is only through the Lord Jesus Christ. So he accepts the baptism, humbly receiving the baptism of St. John the Baptist in order for us that our sins might be carried on the cross to the Lord Jesus Christ because that is what the mission of the Lord Jesus Christ is. He came to save. So that is a foreshadowing of the baptism of the Lord Jesus Christ. His blood and death on the cross because this is Jesus submitted himself entirely to his Father's will. You know, from the very beginning, the cross would be the fulfillment of his mission. He knew from the very beginning that the cross will be the fulfillment and attainment of our sins. And that in repentance, we also should receive the kingdom. That's why, out of love, he consented to his baptism of death for the remission of our sins. He freely receives, he freely accepts, out of love, not being burdened of what he has to suffer, but because of his love. That's why he goes through. Because in other gospel we can find how that the Lord Jesus Christ came to St. John and asked St. John to baptize him. But St. John says, you are the Christ. You're supposed to be the one baptizing us. But what does the Lord Jesus Christ say? He says, permit it to be so now. For it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. So Jesus Christ must go through to this because this is what must happen him first being identified with us sinners receiving the baptism of the remission of sins so that he might be identified the son of god who is sinless should receive our sin and carry it to the cross in behalf of us the nation of the world the sinners who cannot save our own, but only by the grace of God, through the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now the opening of the events, this indicates that this was the moment when God's powerful intervention 
in human history and in the life of his son, the opening of heaven was the most powerful intervention of God in human history. Why? Because his baptism by John was very important in the life of Jesus. We can find here a moment of decision that Jesus has to make. It marked the end of Jesus' private life and he embraced. Now, the purpose of God. He has to make that decision. Living behind his life, a private life, and now he's going to live his life publicly, open to the people, revealing, proclaiming, fulfilling the will of God. He has to make that decision. And the approval that he is awaiting signal for the Father to declare that this is the Son of God. This is the Messiah. This is the promised one. Why has Jesus had to wait for 30 years before God the Father reveals him? Plainly proclaiming to the people, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Why not during last week's reading, gospel reading that we have, when the boy Jesus lingered at the temple at the 12 years of age, and there he also proclaimed to his earthly father and mother, his earthly parents, why are you seeking me? Am I not supposed to be about my father's business? Why not reveal them during that time? When Jesus Christ also reveals to his earthly parents, that he must about to be fulfilling the Father's business. Why has to wait for 30 years in order for him to manifest, to reveal, and to proclaim his approval to the people? Truly, he is. He is the beloved Son. He is the Messiah. And he was publicly introduced. Probably some heard thundering. Probably heard it plainly, he is God's well beloved son. This is also a moment of equipping. When the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus in the form of a dove, the Holy Spirit equipped Jesus with power of healing, performing miracles, and that of the preaching of the good news. Miracles after miracles, after he had received the Holy Spirit. He performs cure. He performs miracles. Turning the water into wine. Healing the oppressed. So this is the moment that Jesus Christ was equipped by the Holy Spirit. Now today's lesson, today's message, I would like for us to see this also. Jesus identifies with us as sinners in his baptism. Now the baptism of Jesus Christ reminds us also of our identity and mission. 
It reminds us of who we are and whose we are. Who we are and whose we are. By baptism, we become the adopted sons and daughters of God. Brothers and sisters in Christ, members of this church, heirs of heaven, temples of the Holy Spirit, and we become incorporated into the church that the body of Christ and made shares of his priesthood. We embrace that which Christ also has manifested in order for him to fulfill the plans of the Father. Jesus' baptism reminds us of our mission. Today begins the ordinary time. And we reflect upon the words of the Father of the baptism of Jesus Christ. We hear him, we hear the Father speaking, You are my beloved Son. And today we also hear the Father speaking to us. Hear him, listen to him. Turn our eyes to Jesus and prepare ourselves to follow Him and keep the word He speaks. He was sent into the world to draw us to the Father. He was sent to the world. He was sent to us to draw us near to the Father, that we might know the Father more and more. And now let us also allow Father to fulfill that mission in our lives. To bring also others drawing near to the Father that they might also know Him who loved us, who saved us, and who died for us. This is us joining in the mission of our Lord Jesus Christ, proclaiming the good news of salvation. Jesus presents Himself for John's baptism today. Not because he is a sinner, but to fulfill the word that God proclaimed to the prophets. He must be baptized to reveal that he is the Christ, the anointed one, the spirit in those servants. In baptism, all are anointed with the same spirit. The same spirit that the Lord Jesus Christ received in his baptism with the Jordan River is the same spirit that we received in our baptism. The spirit that Jesus Christ received and the spirit that we received, they did not differ. There is no plus A, no plus B. It's just the same spirit. In the same spirit, that made us beloved sons and daughters in God. Indeed, when we say we are Christians, when we proclaim that we are of Christ, when we say we are Christians, this literally says the anointed ones, God's elect. Today we remember how that God chooses us 
both us. And so just like Jesus, at the Jordan River, let us remember this, that every baptized believer is formed and called by God and empowered with the presence of the Spirit. Every baptized Christian is formed and called by God and empowered with the presence of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was the anointed one, the promised Messiah. We are the elect ones called by God in our time today to bring the message of salvation, power to the presence of the Holy Spirit. We are called the anointed ones, the Christians. So today we remember our mission. Today we remember our baptism. The baptism that Christ has. The same baptism that we have. The same mission that the Lord Jesus Christ received. The same mission that we must.